It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. And as we continue through the day today, of course, a big jazz game tonight. Uh, jazz are hoping to close out the series against the Memphis Grizzlies. And uh, there's a whole host of things uh, to connect on there. Also, some uh, fascinating uh, news coming out of Duke University that uh, Coach Mike Krzyzewski will step down at the end of this year, that he'll be retiring and then uh, coming out of Boston uh, after uh, an 18-year run, uh, Danny Ainge is uh, stepping down as the head of that organization. And we'll be interested to see where uh, where he ends up there as well. But there's a lot of really fascinating discussions and uh, uh, questions to be asked in all of these. Of course, we uh, talked about uh, Naomi Osaka and, and mental health uh, earlier in the program today. And this is one of those... Part of the reasons I, I love having sports uh, around is it always creates good fodder for good discussions around principle. Uh, just as I love looking to history uh, to find principles worth discussing and conversations worth having, uh, sports often does the same. Uh, and so it's really nice to be able to look at that. Uh, we, we sort of have the joke at my house that we'll we'll watch anything as long as it's competitive. So, yes, we do watch the hot dog eating contest on the 4th of July. I'm not quite sure why we do that one other than it's just become something that we always do. Uh, so we'll watch we'll watch the uh, hot dog eating contest. Uh, we'll watch the spelling bee. Uh, but mostly we watch games because we want to know what the strategy is, what the coaching is, uh, what the culture of the organization or the team, uh, who rises up in those critical moments. And uh, and that's why sports are just a great thing. And so we're, we're going to our ultimate inside source uh, when it comes to all things sports. Alex Keery joining us. On the line to help us break down a few things. How are you doing today, Alex? Hey, Boyd. Yeah, I'm at the ultimate of all sporting events, uh, elementary school field day. Hey. So, you know, <laughs> that's as competitive as it gets, man. No kidding. Who's winning? Yeah. Are, are the sixth graders uh, dominating on their final their final graders, field day? Graders, yeah, that, the sixth graders are just mean. That's what ends up happening. Is they, they, uh, they're like, we've moved on from this. We're better than all of you. And uh yeah, so the competitive stuff happens between third and fifth grade. There we go. There we go. It happens. All right. Hey, I want to get your take on a, on a number of things uh, real quick today. So one, uh, Utah Jazz uh, owner uh, gave some uh, tickets to uh, John Morant's family, some tickets to the game, some dinners and, and so on as uh, part of the, hey, you know, we're we're really great fans here in the state of Utah. There, there's a couple knuckleheads here and there, but uh, we try to keep them out of the, out of the stadium. Yeah, it's a massive deal. I mean, the thing is, is that when they announced it yesterday, we talked about it on our show last night, it was just like, you know, that's the classy act stuff that I think the Millers were always known for. That's, yeah. that's 
Ryan Smith is like making it a huge point, not just to do the right thing, but to do like the Larry H and, and Gail Miller thing, you know, and and I, hopefully that makes sense. People are listening. Like there was a thing that we have and that we've had. And so when we have cruddy fans that they ruin it for people, uh, I think that stepping up and going above and beyond hopefully repairs that a little bit. The good news was from like a messaging standpoint, it was on the, you know, ESPN picked it up. It was a huge deal. And I, hopefully that repairs a little bit of that, that ill will that, you know, everybody's thing, Boyd, is that's the worst. It just makes us in Utah yeah. look like these weird people on an island. That's the last thing we want. Yeah, and, and it is. It's always that uh, that small group of knuckleheads that just can't quite get it right. And uh, and right. I, I'm, I'm glad you included the, the Millers as part of this conversation because it, it goes to this thing uh, that I love to talk about, and that is culture. Uh, and the culture that that Miller, the Miller family, set for the organization in terms of not just doing the right thing, but taking things to the next level. Uh, I think Ryan Smith has picked up on that. Of course, uh, adding in uh, you know some additional folks to to really help push that uh, forward. I think is is real significant. Uh, as we look at that that changing culture, I, I want to go to another uh, big culture place, uh, Duke University. Uh, Coach Mike Shashevsky, five-time national champion, uh, really built a culture there. Announces uh, that, uh, or the reports are anyway, that he will retire at the end of this year. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, and it's uh, like nobody nobody stays in these professions this long, you know. And like this is this is going to be a guy who is going to be the most revered coach probably in the history of sport. This is this is the John Wooden of the generation mm-hmm. I grew up with. Yeah. And I think that he, I think he's surpassed even like I mean obviously in terms of win totals things like that. I, I think the most significant thing aside from the fact that he's won over a thousand games at Duke and he's gone to uh, honestly a quick read of his Wikipedia page just look at what Duke has done. Yeah. This is an academic institution that is actually probably more well known for its basketball because of what Mike Krzyzewski's done as a culture. He's a guy who started, you know, played for Bobby Knight at Army, uh, learned how to, like, coach from one of the best, and then goes in and creates a culture at Duke and creates really just a, a generational culture there. And the, the real thing about, I think, what he's done, I think the coolest thing that he did was when, he, when, when Team USA lost its way uh, at some point after – yeah, I think it was 19 or 2000 when we struggled in the, the Olympics, which is not our thing. We don't struggle in basketball. They called Coach Krzyzewski, and he picked out as a staff, which was just like this legendary staff of people. And they said, we're going we're gonna to make Team USA what it really is. We're going to show the world this is our sport, this is our thing. And Mike Krzyzewski said, here's what Team USA basketball is. So he's not just you know a hero for Duke and American men's basketball in college. He changed the entire culture again for Team USA, and they got back on to winning gold medals again. Yeah, and, and you know he was—he was like one of the few college coaches that these pros bowed to. You know, a little <laughs> bit like where they're like, "Okay, I will—I'll do I will that." Absolutely, <laughs> let this. Yes, I will let this guy coach me because there are few names who command that kind of stuff. And Mike just Coach K is, and I hate—I don't even like Duke. Right. I've never not liked Coach K. That, I've never not liked. You, Coach you are K. not. It's such you, the weirdest thing. Yeah, you are not alone in that. There are a lot of folks out there who who hate the fact that Duke's always there, that they're always in the tournament, they always seem to snag a, a number one or a number right. two seed. But then you look at Coach K, and you're like, okay, <laughs> never been, never been unlikable. Like he is, ne- he yeah. he has never been unlikable. He's just the he's the godfather of, and that's that's not even a good term for it. He's the guy who is just the he's the patriarch of of modern men's college basketball 
you know, like I said, he picked up from where John Wooden was, and yeah. I think surpassed him in a lot of ways yeah. because, uh, you know, I mean, just the the amount of time he spent with these kids, amazing. Yeah. And college basketball needs a lot to get fixed, but um, the unfortunate thing is, is, you know, Mike Krzyzewski, he played the game really, really well. And I think there are a lot of young men who, who improve their lives because of him. Yeah, that's right. And and the ultimate in, in coaching is the impact you have on all of those who don't go to the NBA, who are out there, you know, working in the job or running a business or taking care of their family or giving back to their community right. because they learned that from Coach K. Real quickly, before I let you go back to the uh, beanbag toss and the uh, cornhole championship at the so field I'm at the, day. I'm at the edge station. You know, I'm at the egg station. I'm just trying to make it. No, you can't break the egg. Don't break the egg. Don't break the egg. Real quick, Danny Age, uh, 18 years uh, in the Celtics organization uh, in the front office as well as the time as a player and a couple of championships there. Uh, how do you see that playing out? Uh, what, what's the what's the lesson from uh, Beantown today? You know, I the thing about like last night when I'm watching them lose in that series to Brooklyn, and they inevitably they got to show the guy with the cross arms and the sour look on his face. And it was Danny Ainge last night. And I thought, yeah, oh, that's a sad deal. You know, that, that's a guy who, again, same thing that he is trusted across that organization, bar none. He can do no wrong. I think with a lot of these, you know. With 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 Boston, I think he he did so much, and you know I, my thing is yeah, it's mixed feelings for me because Boston also, I mean it's just such a the NBA is just a win right now, and in the bigger cities that's that's exponential. Right, it's not just win right now. It's like you should have been winning yesterday. Like they, right, what, they they punish you for all sorts of things, and so um, I just think you know BYU fans should just be massively proud of. Of, uh, I think what Danny Ainge turned into. Think about the guy making that Elite Eight run to being one of the biggest and most respected, um, you know, executives in the NBA in 2021. It's insane. You know, I'm I I love that association, and BYU really takes advantage of it too. And I'm glad. Yeah, good stuff. All right, Alex Curry doing double duty for us today, giving us the uh, update from Field Day. What's I mean? Boys, what's up? Game five? You don't have a prediction for me on game five, dude? I was going to ask you for your uh, your final takeout. We, we both agreed be, it was you know good. We're gonna be, you know you're going to be texting me tonight like while I'm out. And Scott and I are going to get done with our show, and then I'm going to get these harassing texts from Boyd. And when I say harassing, I mean that in the nicest way possible. In the nicest Come on, form. They have, to lock yeah. this thing up. they have to lock this thing up tonight, man. they got to do it tonight. Though. They do. And I think that the key is the start of the game. If uh, you, you can't let those guys get rolling and uh, let John Morant get get into the key for every single shot uh and uh, i think a a quick uh, a quick shot from the jazz uh, real hard in the first quarter and i think it's over if they let them hang around then they can start thinking hey all we got to do is win here we're back home uh then everything changes so it's got to be a quick hit today deal it was all that trash talking that happened in those other games when Donovan Mitchell was able to give it back, it changed everything. Yeah, big shift. Well, we'll be listening to you and Scott tonight uh, leading us into the game. And then, uh, of course, the Jazz uh, coming up tonight. Game five, hoping to all right, wrap thanks, it all boys. up. Hey, thanks, Alex. All right, we're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll round out our day uh, looking at uh, how do all this spending stuff add up in the end what does it really mean what are the real outcomes we got to be looking for when government spends our money stay with us on ksl news radio two years ago americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport there's desperation and anguish more than eighty thousand afghans have since arrived in america but this story is still unfolding 
I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.